My name is Raina Rose Exelbeard, and I am the CEO, Chief Empowerment Officer of The Rose Grows. To all my friends out there, what's up? And for those of you, if this is your first episode, it's nice to meet you. Well, now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter, Hanging in her head. Man, oh man. What's up, everyone? Um, I know it's been a minute. It's crazy how sometimes when you're going through it, you don't really feel like much is going on. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, wow, all of those dots of experiences connected to make a picture that we would never imagine. So I'm coming to you stronger, more confident, more passionate than I have ever been. And I have been hustling. Had some really, really interesting talks since we spoke last. Most recently went to Nashville, Tennessee. Was speaking to uh, 23 Holocaust educators there from around the state. And I was the keynote speaker Originally, it was, you know, do you want to be the first one to speak or do you want to speak on the middle of the last day? And usually, I like to be first. I think there's a lot of confidence that comes from not just within when you go first, but also other speakers and other people involved in the conference. It's kind of like when I do karaoke, right? Like once I go up and do my crazy thing, then some of the other people are inspired to be a little bit more... Lucy goosey not as uh, perfect, right, with their, with their performance. Something really cool that happened out of me going towards the end was, first off, I got the opportunity to connect with all these teachers and, like, really learn their stories, you know, where they're from, why they care about teaching the Holocaust, the meanings behind their name. And it just made it that much more special because when I went to actually do my speech... I was able to include all of their names and touch on different experiences. So as somebody who usually always likes to go first, I'm here to tell you that going last in this situation really, 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 really made me stand out at my job, which I'm already incredible at. So I share that to let you know that whether you're first or last, there's so much that can be innovated in the moment when you're prepared, right? That's really the beauty of being an artist is if you know what you're gonna say and you've got your presentation together and you've practiced it, then while you're doing it, your mind isn't thinking, oh my God, what am I gonna say next? Your mind is thinking, oh wow, it would be really cool to tie in like Sheila's story here. So something really funny that happened a couple weeks ago, I never take early flights I had to be in Minneapolis at a certain time. My Uber driver on the way to the airport, I was asking him, like, do you want to get some drinks? Like, you know, I want to get some some soda. I want to get some water. And we're about four minutes away from the airport. And if you can believe this, the Uber driver makes like a comment about, you know, how his son is a professional poker player. So I said, oh my God, your son must know a really good friend of mine. And he said, well, who's your friend? And I told him, you know, is my friend. And he literally almost stopped the car on the highway. He turns around, he goes, 
that's my son's best friend. And I said, well, who's your son? And he says, my son is And I go, oh my God, your son was one of the first friends I ever had in South Florida. Congratulations on being a grandpa. I'm like, what are you doing driving? He was like, well, you know, like I take care of my dad and this is something to get me out of the house. He dropped me off at the airport and I really like, I thought some more about that situation because you guys know that I'm the queen of connection. I love saying hello to everyone, but how often are we in proximity with someone who is somehow connected to us, right? Some people call it like the six degrees of separation. How often are we around somebody, but we have no idea that there's any connection because we're too busy on our phone or we don't feel like talking. And I started laughing. It made me think of like a like a Larry David episode. Could you imagine if I had been a jerk to the driver, right? And then all of a sudden, let's just say like I'm dating this new guy and he brings me home to meet the parents for the first time and his driver and his dad is the driver who I was mean to. How is that situation going to play out? So I share that to encourage you to really, really, really connect with people around you because it might be one of your first friend's dad's. It just goes to show that we can create connection anywhere. And it's not just by us speaking. It's also by us listening. So I want to share a really powerful story that happened to me this week. Um, I wrote a beautiful post about it on uh, Facebook. If you want to see the full article, check it out on Medium. But I was shopping earlier this week at the Boys Market in Delray Beach. And I love going there. They have this incredible fruit section where everything's already cut up. And you're trying to be healthy and you buy the fruit cut up. For me, at least, I'm more likely to actually eat it than if I have to like wash it and cut it myself. So I don't mind spending the extra dollars there knowing that I'm investing in my health and I'm investing in convenience, right? To me, those are two good things to put money into. So I love the boys market. Whenever I'm in the meat section, the men who work there, they're always asking me about the book and managers. We kind of have like this special wave and like, y'all, I really feel like a celebrity there sometimes. Like I'm talking like they will take a closed checkout lane and open open it when they see that I'm ready to go. And I hadn't been there in a couple weeks and the people working there asking me, where you been? How you been doing? How's the book? And you know, like I was really busy that day. I wanted to order Uber Eats. I had a lot going on, but I was like, okay, number one, you're on a budget. So let's not spend $30 on a lunch being delivered. Number two, It's a lot more expensive to stay at home and order the food than it is to just get in the car and drive five minutes. One of the biggest things about not shopping online is you get to connect with people. You get to talk to the people shopping. You get to speak with the cashiers. Like I said, like the feeling of being missed, who doesn't love that? As I'm checking out of the store, the older gentleman in front of me, he had some smoked salmon. And I made a comment about the salmon, about the locks. And uh, he was like, oh, or or he had uh, like these really nice bagels, actually, like these bread rolls. I made a comment about the rolls. And he looked at me and he said, oh, you know, you got to get the locks. Like the locks is like the best thing with the rolls. And I said, oh, you know, I, I, I got the locks too. My cat, he loves the locks. As he walked away, the woman who was checking us out, she said do you have a cat? And I said, yeah, or no, excuse me, not do you have a cat. She heard me tell the guy that I have a cat. She said to me, what's your cat's name? And she sounded so interested. I said, my cat's name is Prince. 
And usually, when people ask me about my cat, then I start like going on this little monologue about how my cat's so cute, he's a model for Chewy, he likes to eat flowers, right? Like, I brag on my cat. That's like my auto mode. The way that the woman said, do you have a cat? I could tell that there was like something more. So instead of talking more about myself, I looked at her and I said, do you have a cat? And she said, well, I used to. And so she starts telling me about her cat. She said that he was 19 years old, that he had mouth cancer and that, you know, unfortunately had to be put down. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I said, when you, when you went to the vet with your cat, did you go into the, you know, the room with him for the procedure? She looked at me and she said, I could talk about my cat all day. She said, I held him in my arms. He looked up at me. And when they gave him the shot, his paws immediately turned cold and we said goodbye. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm bawling as she's telling me. And she's crying and I'm holding her hand and I said, what was your cat's name? She said, his name was Tennessee. I said, oh my God, that's where I'm from. So I gave her this huge hug and I told her that I'd, uh, I'd go home and I'd give Prince an extra kiss from her. And she looked at me and she said, thank you so much for listening. And as I walked out, not ever getting her name, it made me put myself in check. Because here I am, I'm all about connecting and having powerful conversations. And I share this moment because had I gone on my autopilot, had I like bragged about my cat or like shared my details about my cat, we wouldn't have had that special moment. It reminds me I had a business coach one time who said, if, if what you want to say is really so important, it'll come back up. So... I want to challenge you where it feels comfortable because some people have, you know, different forms of social anxiety. Some people are just dealing with a lot of stuff on their plate and trauma that, you know, talking to somebody in the store isn't necessarily like a tool that would work for them as much as it would cause more stress. So that I, I, I totally acknowledge. So I say where you're comfortable, try to connect, but also be a contribution by listening. You know, so often we think about what can we do for others? Give them a ride. We can let them borrow a dress. We can help them get a a lead. We can give them a connect to get a job. But I think one of the biggest ways you can be a contribution is, is through listening, through active listening. Because just listening would mean that I would have responded with a million things about my cat. But because I was an active listener, I heard that there was something more there. So practice what you preach. Recognize that no one is perfect at anything. And if we are conscious of our patterns, then we we can work to be a better person. So with that said, I want to challenge you all this week to be a contribution. Lead through listening. Let me repeat that again. Lead through listening. Because so often you can really find out what someone else needs or what the world needs at that moment. You just take the time to really absorb what's going on around you. Whether it's the Uber driver or the person checking you out at the store. Don't buy everything online if you don't have to. Let me know how how your conversation goes. Most importantly, let me know how your conversation grows. I believe in you. Cool. <laughs>